Welcome, guys and gals, to the Man Talk Show. I'm Connor Beaton, the host and founder of Man Talks. Today, we're going to be talking all about lessons from losing it all. And uh, I'm going to share my personal lessons in a recent failure, uh, recent business failure, uh, which was pretty incredible and very eye-opening. And it caused me to go on a little bit of a journey of understanding failure in a, in a very different way and really doing some research and understanding how some of the most successful people in business uh, have overcome, some of the most successful professional people and entrepreneurs have overcome failures along their career path. Because the reality is, is that every single successful person has learned to be successful on some way, in some way, shape, or form along the way because of the failures that they've had and the lessons that they've learned from those failures along the way. So just a little bit of background. Last year, I decided to put on a conference called the Real Talk Summit. And the idea was I wanted to have the real conversations about business and entrepreneurship that a lot of people weren't having. Conversations about mental health and wellness and uh, profit, sustainability, impact, the whole thing. And the, the idea was that I was going to hire Gary Vaynerchuk and, and bring in uh, bring Gary V in to, to speak. Uh, and so I decided to put on this conference. I brought in some amazing people to help support it. One of them is now uh, the COO for Man Talks and, uh, and, and put on this conference and, and get as many people out as we possibly could. So uh, the, the, the fun fact about this was that we had four months to put together a you know 2000 person conference <laughs> which is uh if you're in the event space or if you've ever been in the event space you'll know is a little bit a little bit of mayhem it's a little bit chaotic it's a little bit insane uh and and not many people would recommend or advise that um but you know i was relentlessly optimistic and decided to go ahead with it anyway so i brought in some great people uh hired gary vinerchuk put you know six figures on the line to make this con to make this conference actually happen and and really put my reputation on the line as well and so long story short Gary V came out we had over 1500 people at the event it was a huge success went incredibly well people loved the conference they loved the conversation they loved the connections in the community and uh, it was really really great and a lot of people you know signed up for the next year and they were excited about who we were going to bring out et cetera et cetera et cetera uh, that brings us to 2018. And at the beginning of this year, I made a bit of a pact with myself um, about the quality and the caliber that I wanted to have this conference represent. And so I said to myself internally and intuitively, uh, if I can't get Brene Brown or Simon Sinek or somebody like Jeff Bezos to come and speak at this conference, then I'll need to postpone it until next year because I don't have the bandwidth or the resources to necessarily put it on in, in the way and the caliber that I want to put it on. So uh, fast forward about three or four months later, brought on some amazing people again to help support with the conference. And um, Brene Brown and Simon Sinek are both booked. They're both full for the date that we have the conference lined up. We try moving it around, doesn't work. And somebody you know, puts in front of me uh, a different speaker who intuitively I was like, I don't think this is the right fit. I don't think that's going to sell well. I think it's going to be a challenge. I'm not too sure if it's the right message. There was all these conflicts, but inside my ego was going like, well, you have to do it. Like you just got to do it. And my intuition is like, push the conference back. Don't do the event. Uh, but I ignored my intuition and decided to drive forward anyway. Um, again, long story short to condense it. Uh, it was a, it was a struggle from day one. It was like Murphy's law. Everything that could go wrong 
with trying to put this summit on was going wrong. There was problems with speakers. There was problems with sponsors and partners and the venue and the marketing and tickets and the ticket platform. And like, you name it, we were having problems with it. It was really quite incredible. And on vacation while I was in France um, with my with my fiance, I woke up the first night and was like really anxious about this conference because I was like, this isn't going well. If I put on the conference, it's not going to be the caliber that I want it to be. I don't think people are going to be happy. I don't think it represents our brand. I don't think it represents our mission. And and you know, on top of all of that, I could I stand to lose a lot of money if this conference continues on. And so the next night, I go to bed, wake up four o'clock in the morning again, lots of anxiety. I go for a walk uh, out in the streets of Paris and I sit and meditate for about 30 to 45 minutes. And I come to the realization that I need to call off the conference. And with that realization comes the understanding that by canceling the conference, I am about to lose tens and tens and tens and tens and tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, So I walked back, I woke up my fiance and I said, babe, I need to cancel this conference and I'm going to lose a lot of money, but it's the right thing to do for my business. It's the right thing to do for, um, for the attendees. It's the right thing to do in, in pretty much every way, shape or form, but I'm going to lose a lot of money. And she was very supportive. And, um, so I went forward to cancel the conference and people were really understanding with why we, why we canceled the conference. And, you know, it's been a little over a month and a half now, I think since, since we, since we canceled it. And with that has come a lot of realizations around what caused that failure in the first place. And, you know, I, I've always erred on the side of transparency. I think that the way that we learn is, is through co-learning. And some of my greatest learnings have come through reading other people's journeys and understanding their mission and understanding their failures, you know, where they've really got rocked in life. And this one really rocked me. It was a big one. You know, I'm coming off of a huge conference last year that was super successful and then had to cancel this one this year. And it was a huge, it was a huge hit. So I wanted to share my five lessons with you around um, losing a lot, (laughs) maybe not everything, obviously, but a lot and, uh, and taking a big, a big hit, you know, personally, professionally, financially, and business. And because it's through these lessons that we really learn that we really grow. So let's just dive in straight into it. So obviously, number one, the number one lesson that I learned is trust your gut. You know, I knew right off the get go, I had an intuitive pact uh, with myself about what I knew would work and what I knew was not going to be workable in terms of this situation, this conference. And I think that we all have this intuitive understanding when it comes to our relationships, when it comes to our business, our professions of what we know is going to be workable, what's going to make us happy, what's going to be successful. And oftentimes we numb out, we ignore, we we sort of um, find ways around that intuition or that gut feeling around what we know is right. And we rationalize things that might be workable. And that rationalization, again, rational lies, um, if you just break down the word, it's very clear that you can you can rationalize the most dumb, stupid, heinous, unprofessional behavior and choices, all because your brain does this incredible thing where it tries to make you right even when you're wrong. <laughs> and uh, and so I had to learn that lesson this year. So all so lesson number one is start to trust your gut. Lesson number two is that it's never, ever, 
never, ever, ever too late to back out. And and this comes from uh, something called the sunk cost bias. And the sunk cost bias basically says that the more that we invest into something, the more challenging it is for us to actually back out of it. So the more time and effort and energy and money that we invest into something like a conference or a relationship or a business or or even a career, the more challenging it is for us to to back out, to pull out, to to cancel, to do the divorce, to get the you know do the start to break up or whatever that looks like because we've already invested into it. But what I realized in this in this situation was that if I actually went through with the conference, the cost of putting on the conference, uh, the loss of the co- uh, of putting on the conference could have been so much greater. The impact could have been so much worse, and not just on myself, not just on myself financially or emotionally or mentally, but on everybody that showed up to it. So now I could have been negatively impacting, you know, hundreds and thousands of people who would have come to this conference. So lesson number two, never, ever, ever too late to back out. Number three, waiting for a disaster or waiting for disaster or catastrophe is a fool's game, but it's really damn tempting. So the lesson here is that, look, sometimes we love a good car crash. You know, it's why Instagram profiles like kook slams and jerry's of the day where people are just getting freaking wrecked and you know they're like crashing on their surfboards or in their cars or you know they're falling downstairs and shit like that like people love that because we have a predilection to watching a little bit of chaos and disaster happening in life like if we really admit it we actually kind of like watching that happen the challenge is because there's this darker part of our psyche, which I'm not going to get into right now. But the challenge is, is that that can some, sometimes start to rule our life and we start to act in accordance with watching that chaos and that disaster unfolding in our life so that we can say to ourselves, I told you so. I told you it was going to end up this way. I told you that this would be outcome. Th- this would be the outcome because our brain desires us to be right. And so sometimes we know exactly how a relationship is going to unfold, exactly how a business is going to go. And we know that it's going to be a disaster, but we go through with it anyways. And so what I want to say is that this goes in tandem with part two. It's never too late to back out and waiting for the disaster to happen so that it can be over is, is oftentimes, if not almost always, much more detrimental then backing out when you have come to the realization that you're watching the car crash coming, that you're that you are literally uh, driving towards the the pole in your life, and that you know exactly how that's going to unfold. And sometimes, even though it takes more courage, it takes more vulnerability, it takes more um, you know biting the bullet and and really eating the pride to 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 really back out and 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 you know call it call it in and throw in the towel uh, before you know it. Sometimes that is, and oftentimes, that's the right thing to do. Lesson number four is every great leader loses sometimes. And it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your profession is, what sport you play, if you're an athlete, what type of relationship you're in, how great you are in relationships, how great you are academically. Uh, Everyone loses sometimes. Every great person sometimes fails a test, loses a match, loses a game, uh, or has their business fail. And some great examples of this are people like Steve Jobs and Richard Branson. I mean, Steve Jobs in 1985 was let go of Apple, the freaking company that the guy founded. He was pushed out of by his board of directors, by the board of directors that 
he had mostly built himself pushed him out of his own company because he wasn't running it properly. Richard Branson has had so many failures. I didn't even know this about about him until I really started researching. But his very first company failed. Um, He started up a soda company, which I don't know why he did that. But his soda company, his pop company, that failed. Uh, he, He started up a car rental company and that failed as well. And so the guy has had countless, countless, countless failures for, you know, every one of his major successes. So, you know, it's just to remember that everybody's human and nobody's above the law of failure. And if you want to succeed, you need to learn how to fail and you need to learn how to learn the lessons from failure, which brings me to the last lesson, number five, which is beginning again is the breakfast of champions. And I really like this is a motto, you know, like this has become a mantra for me. And I, I like, I would love for you to like write that down and post it somewhere where you can see it. Beginning again is a breakfast of champions. Every single day, champions wake up and they begin again. And sometimes they, they, they really like they fail the day before. They didn't produce the results that they want, but they begin again every single day, every single chance at bat, every single moment that they get a, you know, a meeting. Uh, with the with a business partner to raise the funds for their company, et cetera, et cetera. It really is about learning the lessons, integrating the lessons of failure and allowing them to develop, expand and grow you so that you can be more successful tomorrow. So you can be a little bit sharper, a little bit smarter, a little bit more uh, resource friendly and a little bit more tuned in to your intuition, a little bit more dialed in with your ability to let go when you know that something isn't going to produce the results that you ideally want. So those are my five lessons in losing it all. And what I really would encourage you to do is to share this episode with somebody who's going through a challenging time. Man it forward and share this episode with somebody who maybe just went through a breakup or went through a business loss or professional loss. Share it with somebody that needs to hear this message because the reality is, is that we all fail and we need to stop hiding those failures. We need to stop pretending that we never fail and that everything's perfect because it's just not real. It's not true. And when we can start to celebrate our screw ups, we can start to celebrate our successes in a much more authentic way because we're not hiding anything. So thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Uh, Please, please, please leave us a rating and review. It goes a hell of a long way uh, to boosting our podcast. And thank you so much for everybody that's been tuning in. Um, We have been absolutely crushing it lately, and it's all because of you sharing the podcast episodes. Don't forget to tag me on social media. I would love to give you a shout out for sharing the episode. And uh, until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off.